Welcome back, all you listeners out there in podcast land to KBRD, the Bard. Bear, 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 bear. I'm your DM DJ, Kyle. Uh, are you going to talk like this the whole time? Yep. Oh, Last time on Bombarded. Let me recap it real quick. No. Uh, so yeah, welcome, Bombarded. Thanks again. Yeah. Uh, last time we began the last episode with our bards, uh, they were almost having to cover Sultans of Swings because they were in dire straits oh, with wow. Wesley, <laughs> who was relying on some odd ability provided by his metallic arm. Uh, so the bards were, yeah, incapacitated, and as Wesley was about to kick Razzle off the ledge of the final platform they were on, he was stopped by a voice that came from his mechanical spider, which walked out from behind the mirror. And I think I misspoke last time. I want to clear that up. The, the spider walked out from behind the mirror, not from the mirror. I know what it sounded like, and it needs to be that, not uh, the other. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just to clarify. But yeah, anyway, yeah. so the spider walked out from behind the mirror, and y'all learned that that voice was the voice of Delarim, who actually spoke to the bards about being of use in the future, and that she was excited for the next time they get to talk. Save Razzle's life. I'm just going to say that right now. It's true. Oh, Thanks, oh, Delarim. Oh. It's true. <laughs> Thanks, Delarim. After which, the mechanical spider and Wesley activated the mirror, which Yashi has taken with her, uh, and they proceeded through it, leaving our bards seemingly sealed inside the tomb. After the effects of Wesley's arm faded, the bards found some items in the room, such as books, a music box, a journal of Barenthal Strumlots that referenced building a device, uh, but needing to start a separate journal for that, and they also managed to solve a puzzle that opened a bookcase in the room, leading to an exit to the surface, along with two chests. The bards pilfered the goods from one before leaving the tomb. They emerged in the discordant fields a few hills from where they had entered, then made a call to Symbol, who was frustrated to find out where the bards were and that Alola had misled him. The call was brief, ending with the sound of a thud. So, at this moment, the bards had called Mitch to check out what was going on, and Mitch said, I'll go check it out and see what's going down. He did not call you back. From there, the guard. The <laughs> <laughs> he did not. He did Thanks, Carl. From there, the bards guided Conway through song on how to get to the capital, going their separate ways when the road forked. The bards arrived back to school to find Mitch unconscious in the main foyer with a purple mark on his hand. The bards' investigation was interrupted by Nurse Odajoy, who told them to get away from him and follow her to the offices. And we're going to pick up there. We're still in the foyer. You're uh, there. Should, should, should we grab Mitch, Nurse Odajoy? Or? We're not supposed to touch him. Oh. No, don't don't touch him. Um, we, we should probably just leave him here for the time being. There's things we need to procure that have worked out. And as she is uh, stammering through that, you start to hear the body of Mitch shuffling a little bit, and it's starting to move. Oh, and Mitch. Mitch, that you, Mitch? You look down, and Mitch's eyes are closed, and his body's, like, very clumsily trying to get up, and it's like, is, he doesn't know how his body works. It's like a baby deer trying to stand up. Aww. just really can't. So but cute. he finally stands up, but you notice his eyes are, like, closed the entire time. Mitch, I clap in front of his face. Mitch, Mitch. There's no response, and she oh. says, get away from him. Jump and back. So you jump back, and as you do, Mitch's mouth opens, and uh, from it emits a large plume of purple spores that Ugh. fill the area around you. And I need all three of you to give me a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Randy's favorite. Yeah, right. I got a nine. Okay. Plus nothing. I got a 13 plus nothing. Okay. I got a three plus five, so eight. Who? Okay. Razzle and Yashi, you, uh, you, you smell something in the air, and you're just like kind of overcome by it and you're really just like yeah that smells really good I mean I and do like potpourri so. all you want to do is just stay as close to Mitch as possible Mitch Mitch dude is that some potpourri like what is that that smells dude do you guys smell that 
Come on, that smells good, right? Uh, like, Mitch, I've I've never noticed you so much before, but like, you're really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Randy, you uh, you smell the smell, and like, it's kind of intoxicating at first, but you shake it. Yeah, I mean, and it you smells okay, but it's not super cool. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> Can I waft some over to Randy? Like, dude, no, seriously, check it out. I'm trying to eat the air. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you waft some over, and Randy, I mean, like, yeah, the smell definitely comes with it, but you're you're not buying into what's happening, and you can tell that Yashi and Razzle are overly enamored. Oh, okay. uh, Come join us, Randy. (laughs) So play with us, Randy. Let's roll some initiative. Initiative. Oh, boy. Man, I rolled another three plus zero this time. Sweet. Well, mine's two plus one, so three. Uh-oh. You have a plus zero to initiative? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's nothing wrong with no, that. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> so it just, between you two, who wants to go first? Uh, I think we've done like higher dexterity would get it, which I think that'd be Yashi. Yeah, it's Yashi. Yeah. Cool. I got a one, so I rolled again because I'm a halfling. And All that right. is a 19 plus three. Wow. <laughs> Sweet. He's going to turn it around. Okay. <laughs> He's going to turn it around. <laughs> and I'm going to put, hello, nurse, down here. Um, Randy, you're going to start off this round of combat. So what are you doing? Does he know that it's combat? Well, it doesn't matter if Randy knows it's combat. We're doing this for the mechanics of our world. Randy, how are you reacting based off of everything I'm that's happening? turn to Nurse Odajoy and say, what? Uh, well, see, this is what I'm talking about. They will lure you in, and we have to have, we have to have a certain liquid that I've. It doesn't matter. Just get away from it. Okay. Can I just come with you, and we can figure this out? Sure. Yes. And okay. try to get your friends along too. Uh, they seem a little. Uh, they seem to be enjoying some sort of smell that came out of Mitch's gob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little concerned. So that's why I turned to you and said, "What?" Well, uh. Mm. And she looks around and she checks and she pulls out this like small bobble jar with like a sprayer on it and she kind of looks at it and shakes it. She's like, <laughs> "There's only uh, enough for one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. And um, she looks and she like tosses it at you. Oh. Okay. And yes, uh, l- let's see if you can catch it. Let's see if I can. That'd be an eight plus four. Eight plus four. Okay. Not hard to catch. That's Phew. twelve. So, uh, so you're able to catch it, and I'd say that's pretty much your your turn for action right. and everything like, there. What do I do with this? Uh, spray Mitch. Oh, okay. So we'll go to Mitch, who is going to bust out a club and just Whoa. attacks Razzle. But I'm his buddy. I like his smells. <laughs> yeah, that's you're fair. stealing his smells. <laughs> oh yeah, he got some competition. He's probably feeling a little threatened. That's okay, fair. and a fourteen hits you. Oh, yeah. So he is going to do three bludgeoning damage as he lazily just like womps you with a club. Yeah, he more like taps me. Jeez, three damage, Mitch. Come on. And uh, that's going to be Mitch's turn, Yashi. Regardless of what you're doing, you do move up into Mitch's like you're within like melee combat essentially with Mitch. So you pretty much have to use your movement based off of this uh, these spores that have gone down. All right. Again, you're enamored with the smell of what's going on here, and you just want to be as close as possible to Mitch. All right. Well, I'm going to go in for a, a big old Yashi bear hug. <laughs> okay. I want to get even closer. I right. need him right You want that me. smell. Just, uh, yeah. Breathe I'm like, in. just become a part of me. I want to, like, <laughs> wrap my cloak around him. Oh. Right. Okay. So, yeah, you just go in for a hug, and you hug him, and he just kind of stands there, like, wielding his club after just hitting Razzle, and is just kind of standing there with his arm out ready to hit whatever and, like, lets you hug him. Isn't this great, Mitch? We're best friends now. (laughs) 
no response. So, okay. Yashi, if you'd like to, uh, you can go ahead and give me another saving throw to see if you can break the hold that these spores have on you. Okay. Talk about Mitch putting a spell on you. <laughs> That's Yashi's yeah. thing. That is a 17. Okay, you go in for that hug, and you feel Mitch is really cold and clammy. Uh, the body's kind of shaking a little bit, shivering in a way, and this kind of like breaks whatever is going on as far as the fail that you just had with the spores. And you kind of come to your senses, and you realize, like, no, this isn't a safe scenario. So I'll, I'll push you on and be like, back off, dude. What are you <laughs> doing, Mitch? Come on. <laughs> All right, and that'll end your turn, taking us to Razzle. Well, I'm just all sorts of confused. I saw Yashi go hug Mitch, so I wanted to go hug Mitch, but then she shoves Mitch. You're still attracted to to his smell and everything. Right. Okay, so I go over and I say, hey, break it up, break it up. Now, Yashi, Mitch smells amazing. That's no reason to get all upset. You were hugging him just a second ago. No, dude, get away from him. He's being weird. I hear what you're saying, but I also smell what Mitch is saying. He smells like ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Mitch, I put my hand on Mitch's shoulder as much as I can. Reach up. Mitch, I just want you to know I need this recipe whenever we're done with whatever this is. I don't know what else to do other than that. I guess I roll for my little break the spell thing. Yeah, yeah. If okay. this is the end of your turn, yes, you can. Oh, it's a 19. Okay, yeah. You, uh, you're you talking, and then all of a sudden it comes to you. You're like, wait, this. Yeah, I then smell one more time and say, Oh, man, no. Yashi's totally right. This smells awful. <laughs> and then I shove Mitch. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you, you back up and you back off. Uh, well, I don't know. Do you? Yes, yes, I do. You do back up? I shove him and then I back off. Okay. If you back off, he is going to make an attack of opportunity against you. But he won't get it. And that is a 12, which does not hit you. Wait. Mm-hmm. No, it does. Unless you're holding your shield. I yeah, always. That's one thing about Razzle is he's always holding his shield always at holding all shield. times, all right. no matter what's going on. <laughs> I'll remember that when you're playing a two-handed instrument. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, he misses with that attack then, and uh, Nurse Oda Joy begins to cast a spell, and uh, she's casting a religious spell called Bless. She's actually blessing all three of you. Ooh. Now, what this means is that. Whenever you make an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, which is a minute, uh, you can add a d4 to the number of the attack roll or saving throw that you make. Uh, that's going to end Nurse Oda Joy's turn, and Oda, well, she's going to end it by saying, "Just, just spray him. Get right in the face and spray like like a cat." Okay. <laughs> so we yeah. go to the top with Randy. All right. Uh, well, I guess I'm going to uh, get my ninja warrior on and uh, acrobat on over and leap up and spray Mitch like a okay, like a little meow meow boy. Could I do like a cool like shield? You know how they do with the shield oh, toss? Jump, you jump on it? my shield and I launch Randy into Mitch's sure. face. Sure. Let's okay. let's see how, how this goes. Go. Uh, <laughs> Razzle, give me a strength check. Randy, give me an acrobatics. Did I just make it more complicated? Is this Probably. Better, better yeah, but it's more exciting. I got an 11 plus 3. Okay. I got a 10 plus 9. Okay. Both successful. Yes, you're yeah. able to push Randy as he runs up. You push him up with your shield. Randy, you jump up acrobatically. I guess you instruct me to do that. So yeah, it wasn't like, my turn. I'll say, spot me or something. What do people <laughs> say when they do that? Uh, uh, yep. Yep, there we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Randers, go ahead and give me a. Randers? <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me a uh, dexterity based attack. 
Okay. No proficiency because it's like spraying a bottle. Plus the bless. Yeah, plus the bless. We'd probably be proficient in spray bottles because of how many times we have to spray Randy whenever he's getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. No, Randy. No, Randy. Mm-hmm. No. And Randy really does feel that bless because... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Nice. Absolutely. You flip over and flip over and it's like super slow-mos with you holding the spray bottle and you... <laughs> right into uh, Mitch's face and you see Mitch kind of like his face like scrunches up and you see the nostrils start to flare and Mitch kind of like slowly lowers himself to the floor and just lies down like in this weird kind of pose but he seems incapacitated Nurse Odejoy walks up and asks for the bottle back she says yeah it's uh, Pemerson spray it seems to work on these I I was messing around with some, and it doesn't matter. We need to actually, we can actually take him with us now. Uh, this is what I was afraid of. I'm actually out of the spray now. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, if um, one of you three want to carry him to sure. the office, we can. Sure, I'll his leg. And... <laughs> I mean, I'm holding the mirror, so. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's just going to drag him. Thanks, Yashi. Thank you. Go, yeah. We'll get the door for you, though. Oh, thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Nurse Odejoy begins leading you to the offices. And oh, she's, real quick, while yeah. we're behind her, I grab some of Mitch's hair. Okay. Just because, you know, yeah. we haven't successfully gotten any hair yet, so this is an easy win, you know, yeah. build myself okay. up a little bit. He's got to know something about Splash. Like, yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. We'll only find out later. <laughs> right. Uh, so she begins, uh, yeah, leading you to the offices, and she's kind of explaining the situation. She says, yeah, I... Everybody just started, like, you know, showing up with these purple marks that you see on Mitch's hand. And they get feverish at first, and then they fall unconscious. And, I mean, this is, you know, the status quo right now that's going on. They'll come back, and it's like they want you to stay close to them for some reason. They don't do much other than that. At least, you know, if you can escape them, you have a chance to get away from whatever it is they're trying to do. But... This is happening to everybody? Yes, it just randomly people started, you know, showing these signs and being, it's like they had been attacked by something. Oh. Um, But nobody has seen what it is. Hmm. And have you seen Splash or the headmistress? Uh, Yes, I've seen the headmistress. She's actually in the office safe area that we've kind of set up. Um, With Splash? Splash. Who's Splash? Oh, yeah. Symbol. Okay. Uh, no, I haven't found symbol either or splash. But no, let's uh, let's no, get back the to the same safe per- room. <laughs> she is she is obviously more concerned about right. other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she leads you into the offices, and like some of the fake little cubicles have been restructured to like make barriers and everything in here. Right. And uh, there's like a good amount of students and faculty that are unconscious. Some of them, most of them you're not familiar with, but when you enter this area, you do notice uh, the few people you do recognize that are laying down are Alola, Brenda McDade, Christina Blackblade, Gareth and Ilda. All of them unconscious. All of them showing the same symptoms as uh, as about there's about twelve other than them that are in this area, and they're all unconscious. All have a purplish mark somewhere on their body. All feverish. Okay, I run over to Gareth and I start stroking his head like, oh, "I'm so sorry, Gareth. I didn't mean for this to happen to you." And then I grab some of his hair. So okay, I kick him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no. <Shut> up, Gareth. <laughs> I say. Uh, 
Oh, Gareth, if only we had had more time. <laughs> and uh, you begin pulling hair, and Nurse Odejoy says, what are you doing? I'm just, he was my best friend. You know, he's and, got a problem, okay? <laughs> okay, just, please don't pull my patient's hair. Okay, I'm sorry, I just, I'm so upset that <laughs> I maybe ran don't, my hand in fact, through. I don't even know the full boundaries of what is happening here, so I don't know if any kind of physical contact should be made. Okay. So, two. <laughs> and as she turns around, I grab a little bit more. <laughs> so, two questions. One, how have you not been affected? And two, are all these people in here ones that have been sprayed by the Pimbleberry spray or whatever you called it? Uh, yes, it's, it's Pimmerison spray. Oh, that's close. Um, <laughs> luckily, yeah, I haven't, and there's a few others who have avoided the situation. Uh, actually, Tabitha, uh, Gareth, and Ilda's bandmate, I don't. You, y'all are in the same year, so yeah, you probably yeah, know each other. Know but uh, she was actually in the offices because she was helping Brenda. She's kind of being, you know, fulfilling some like office duties and Where is being she an now? assistant. Uh, she actually went to go get more Pimerison spray, but she hasn't returned in quite a while. Where and is the spray at? The spray, that's a good question. It is in uh, It's in the utility workshop, uh, which, of course, y'all have met Cage. He's like groundskeeper and custodian. Oh, yeah. He loves bed races. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Yes, uh, he was hosting the bed, the bed race races. Uh, yeah. That's like his workshop, which is on the back, back side of the school. You can access it through the... Of course, it's accessible through the dormitories as well. It's on the and south side. Oh, uh, Yashi? Where? I just left. Okay. You left, uh, Yashi. You're you're turning to leave, and out of the corner of your eye, you catch something very familiar. You see a bass guitar leaning up against the wall, and near it, lying on the ground, you only see the legs of a man. But you notice that there are cargo pants pockets, which are stained with different colors, and one of them has a stitching that reads "Sandwich Pocky." Uh, <laughs> what? Oh God. Do you All know right. what this is? Yeah. Uh, okay. Wait a second. Uh, so I run on over there, and uh, is, is this person looking at me? or No, they're unconscious on the ground with oh, a God. purple mark on their neck. And, of course, once you see the full body, you recognize this as your dad. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yep. Hey. What are you doing? Oh, he, well, he can't hear me. What is he doing here? I uh, point to him. Well, uh, and uh, Nurse Odejoy says, well, that's actually a, a, a guest that had dropped by. I, I don't know. We found them, and... They just popped in, I guess. I don't know. They were talking probably to somebody else in the offices. I was in my nurse's office, but oh got God. bit. Okay. So uh, uh, do you do you know well, this man? Guys, meet my dad. <laughs> okay. Uh, what? <laughs> Yashi, Yashi directs you over, and uh, Razzle and Randy, you walk over to see a human with tawny-colored skin and wavy dark hair pulled back into a ponytail. He has a tattoo of a spoon on his forearm that reads Little Spoon on the handle. <laughs> oh. oh wow! Uh, I'd take his hand. Nice to meet you, yeah. Mister. Well, maybe Board just touch him. Oh, yep, my bad. But, I keep know. forgetting. Yeah, uh, please. Sorry. Why would he be here? Medical professionalism, right? Uh, Is it your birthday? <laughs> but Razzle, when, uh, when you do shake his hand, uh, the leather vest that he's wearing like shakes, and you see a brightly colored pamphlet kind of like peek out from the inside. I'm afraid to touch it. But uh, there's a pamphlet in oh. here. Yashi, oh, okay. d- uh, Randers, do you know what's going on? <laughs> uh, I guess I'll grab that pamphlet. Okay, you grab the pamphlet and you see that it's a pamphlet that says, uh, The Circle of Fifths and You, How You Can Improve Your Songwriting. Oh, Dad. Oh, boy. 
Oh, <laughs> and let's do this. <laughs> you open it up, and it pretty much talks about being able to play songs in different keys, yes. and it gives a really quick rundown of that, which is very informal. But anybody, any you know, you as musicians yeah. are able to glean the information necessary in it to be able to play in multiple keys. Hey, Kyle. What? We love you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. I'm gonna just crumple it up and throw it away. Oh, okay. Well, this makes sense. He said he was gonna drop by sometimes and like make sure I was learning everything that he learned. Oh, oh by the way, he used to go here. Oh, I'm not sure if I heck? ever told you that. Alumni. Um, yeah. yeah, that would actually explain He's... how he got into the school. Then, um, you know, <laughs> most people who aren't invited or students don't necessarily just show up willy nilly. I oh, mean, like, the password is Accord. He Mystery. knows all the like back ways in and. Oh. Um. Hmm. One of those <laughs> don't tell me anything. I don't think he wanted me to get in trouble. He got in trouble a lot here. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wish he'd wake up. Uh, we got a couple of friends named Fred and George. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sweet map. Well, uh, I guess we'll hang on to this because you know, he was going to maybe show it to me, so that's cool. But I, I hope he wakes up. Oh, no. Yes, uh, well, that actually gets to the point at hand is, um, again, Tabitha went to go get the Pimerison spray. And I'm thinking like it, the spray just seems to neutralize what's going on. It doesn't necessarily seem to cure it. If I had more Pimerison spray, I could actually try to modify it down to potentially a cure to resolve the situation going on. Um, if you were to go to the utility, you know, workshop, you would need, well, you would need this. And she pulls out uh, a small folded piece of paper. She says, don't open this until you get to the door. But this'll be, these'll be the, the chords you need to play and the door will tell you the key you need to play in. Oh. So that'll give you the correct key. Wait, what? Like a like well, a reference key. your pamphlet there when you get there as well. <laughs> oh, that kind of key. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. I see. I see. I see. So she's holding out a folded piece of paper to Yashi. Oh, I'll, I'll grab that. I'll grab that too. Yeah, just just <laughs> open that up whenever you get to the door and you're getting ready to play whatever it is you need to enter. Cool. And as far as getting more of this Pimbledy Wimbledon stuff, mm-hmm. um, would a cubic mile of it be enough? I don't know if we have a cubic <laughs> mile. Okay, well, we have a means that would, to bring a cubic mile back. So. That would be more than enough. Um, I would imagine uh, I was able to get some from there just because, uh, well, Cage had some. He uses it for gardening and things around there. Uh, typically, he uses it on any kind of, anytime there's, like, you know, uh, an adverse mushroom or a fungus kind of, uh, you know, abruption. He so, uses it on the black mold. It's <laughs> Yeah, actually, he does. He uh, uses is that it on, a problem here? Holy no, crap. No, well, it's not because he uses the Pimerison spray, and it seems to really, uh, you know, get rid of fungus. So it works really well for that. I don't know why it's working here in this situation, but eh, it's working, and that's why I'd like to get more of it to be able to refine it down potentially into a cure. Um, So if you're able to fetch some... Let's go. Let's, yeah, we'll try right yeah. And you'll just hold down the fort here. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's been it's been successful holding it down here. Uh, even though I'm out of the Pemerson spray now, it's uh, we've kind of cleared out this little section and area. Tabitha's done a great job, but I do fear for her since she's been gone for quite longer than she normally is. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, one last thing: has the spray seemed to wear off? Has anyone popped back up and breathed out their intoxicating? perfumes and such? No, that has not been the situation. It okay. seems once the spray is administered that they uh, they do remain docile. Okay, ah. good, good. All right. That's helpful. Well, yeah, I guess if you want to go and tend to your other patients and whatnot, we'll uh, do it yeah, to it. Yeah, let's, right? let's go. Excellent. Uh, okay, well, best of travels uh, through the school. Yeah. And yeah. I have an Ira glass. You 
should have Ira glasses. Yes. Oh, yes. Yep. Totally. Um, New number. Have you, have you tried that. calling Tabitha? I, I haven't, actually. Okay. Oh, uh, does she blush like you blushed, Kyle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she does. She's kind of embarrassed at herself for not thinking of that. And she's like, wow, that's that seems like an obvious thing that I should have done. Yeah, pull well, mine I'll, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say, let's try, let's try calling her real quick then. So I take out mine and my Tabitha? You you hear the sounds of what you believe to be a struggle, and the only response you get is, not, not now! Uh-oh, okay, uh-oh, we're on our way! Okay, let's go, guys. Oh, okay. All uh, right. I was going to grab some of Yashi's dad's hair real quick. Can I just <laughs> Damn hands off him. <laughs> I will, however, reach into his little Sammy pocket to see if he brought me any snacks. Uh, yeah, there there is a <laughs> right. small wrapped half-eaten sandwich. Perfect, just where I left it. Get some hair, get some hair. No. No. Okay. I was I gonna just tell you about my dad. Jeez. Well, I was gonna say if he's looking for your mom. I don't know. I don't know your business. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Right. Let's go. So we're running. I'm eating a sandwich. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're making your way through the corridors. You're finding your way uh, towards the dormitories to be able to get towards the workshop. Um, you're about halfway to the dormitories when you begin to hear the sound of shuffling coming down from one of the cross sections in the hallways you're running through. We say make way. You scream that out, and about three students, random people, just kind of like fill into the hallway, and you see them all empty out those same purple spores into breath. the area. Hold your breath, keep running. Go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. But we held our breath, though. Yeah, not not soon enough. Uh-oh. I have a 12. I have a 13. I have a 14. Okay, you're all good. The smells do not entice you. However, you do have three what look like bitten students standing in your way. Is there a uh, like a closet nearby we could just shove them into and prop uh, the door in? Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's the, it's the custodian <laughs> closet right there. Just stick them in there. Okay, I shoulder one into there. Okay, so you run up to one and try to shoulder it, and it pulls out a short sword and stabs at you. Oh, what? should just run. <laughs> yeah, can no. I just change it to run Never past? <laughs> if you run past, they will pull out okay, a short okay. sword and stab at you. Yep, yep. Uh, this is going to happen where it's going to attack you, okay. and then we're going to do initiative. Again. <laughs> All right, so a 19 is going to hit. You take eight slashing damage. Okay, and I just keep running after I shoved him? If you want to, but it is initiative time. Oh. They're like blocking your path, right? to be clear. I got a 17. I got a 3 plus 3. I got a 10. All right, so that makes our order. My bad peeps, Yashi, Razzle, and then Randy. So these bad peeps, again, they are going to stab at the 3. And let's see, that's going to hit Yashi with a 17. That will not hit Randy. Hooray. And that one will hit Razzle. Okay. Yashi, you get stabbed at. You take 8 piercing damage. And then... Razzle, you get stabbed at. You take six piercing damage. Yeah, you've been taking a beating today. Seriously. So. I was rested up and everything. And oh, no. All for not. Yashi, your turn. Um, I'm going to start frantically tap dancing because I have my thunder <laughs> tap shoes on. Right. So I'm going to send out a thunder wave to knock these students down. Okay. <laughs> I think for that I need to make constitution saving throws or dexterity saving throws. A constitution saving throw. Okay. That one's going to fail because it's an 11. That one's going to pass because it's a 17. And that one's going to fail because it's a 6. So uh, the two on the outside succumb to the full effect of your thunder wave and the one in the middle does not. 
So you can go ahead and roll that damage if you'd like to. All right, that's 2d8 per person. Okay. So your first one is 11. Okay. Second one is 11. All right, and uh, what's the middle one? Because it still takes half damage, right? Uh, half damage, no pushback. So... Half damage, no pushback. Four. Okay, so the two on the sides, you you knock them back, and you hear their heads hit the ground as they fall, and they are just unconscious. Uh, you can't really tell if they're moving or anything like that, but the one in the middle is still standing and kind of just, like, slides back only an inch from your thunder wave, and uh, it's Razzle's <laughs> turn. Well, so how is this working? Because we're running through them, right? So can we just continue running past now that two yeah, are... Yeah, you can run past them if you want. Uh, you're still running past a threatened area, though. Because that last one hurt like a butt cheek on a stick. So Would you like gonna... to use your action to disengage so you don't provoke an attack of opportunity? Oh, sure. Okay, so yeah, you're able to cautiously move past him <gasps> so that you don't get attacked. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, if that's your turn, then you move past, you're out of a threatened area, and uh, we would go to Randy. So I'm planning on just going by two, but I'm going to do one quick thing to kind of prepare us for moving forward. So Randy pulls out his organ <laughs> and says... Uh, Transformers, Randy's infected. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to look like Mitch and be all purpley and like be able to have fake spores come out of my mouth and stuff. So it looks like I blend in with all them, okay. them bad students. I, I don't know if you'd be able to do the spore thing, but you can make yourself look like Mitch if you well, want to. Well, I mean, I couldn't actually do it, but couldn't I look like the spores were coming out there? Because I can change, like, it's part of my appearance. Yeah, I think that would be more like a minor illusion mm. rather than disguise self. So could he just cast minor illusion on himself after casting... Yeah. The Transformers. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to use an action to do Minor Illusion to make it look like you're doing spores, you can do that. Okay. I don't have that, but I, I do. I'll cast it on you here in a second. Okay. I shot over my shoulder. I see what you're doing, and it's super cool. We'll sync up after this. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Uh, so, yeah, then I'll you move and use my bonus action to disengage. Okay. Yeah, you move past, and uh, you're good to go. That takes us back to the top with my one bad person who is going to attack the only person left, which is Yashi. I should have used my bonus action to run past It's too late. Yeah, well, he missed anyway. <laughs> All right, party. So, Yashi, your turn. I'm running. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Disengage, move on past. All right, so you move on past, and uh, you notice this thing, uh, you know, if you keep moving down the hallway, it tries to shuffle after you, but it's obviously slower. Yeah. You're able to outpace it and eventually make your way out of its line of sight and around the corner down okay. the hall. And as we do, I say, okay, okay, we stop real quick, real quick. This one's on me. I should have cast Pass Without Trace. I'm sorry. It's like my favorite <laughs> spell, and I totally missed. So let me just do that real quick so we can possibly avoid any more of these little encounters. <laughs> and poof, Pass Without Trace is cast. All right. And I'm also going to throw down uh, one of my fuzzballs because that could also come in handy later. Okay. So... It is a seven. Ooh, it's the lion. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Cool. Nice. Uh, Does the lion get to be, like, shadowed with us or whatever? Yeah. Can pass without trace? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Sure. Does it have a name? Uh, <laughs> Lucius? I wrote down here. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down here, Wemo, because of, like, Wemoa. Wemoa. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like Bemo, but Wemo. So. Yeah. Okay. So we, uh, oh, this is Wemo. Oh, oh we, Wemo wet here. That's weird. I got to go. 
Yeah, so. Doing okay. things the Wemo way. <laughs> right, yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, let's go. Let's go. Okay. We, if we run, can we still use Pass Without Trace? We're just like running. If you're running, you can roll at disadvantage. Okay, for so stealth. Let's, let's maybe like power walk, you know, like okay. down the hallway. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, still stealth. Well, should, we, should we stealth then, though? Yes. Oh, phew. <laughs> I got a two plus Jote plus ten, so twelve. I got a one plus one. Plus ten, though. What? What's ten? Oh, because oh, of the, the, the spell. Pass trace. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so one plus one plus ten, so twelve. All oh, right. Okay. And I got a thirteen plus nine plus ten. Thirteen plus nine plus ten. And are you instructing the lion to move? Yeah, so I say, hey, uh, Wimowit, you know, just... I know you got the pass. Yeah, you got the pads on your paws. Let's you know maybe keep it to that. And Weemaway gets thirteen plus ten. Yeah, no, Weemaway is good to go. Uh, Yashi is a little bit. Uh, are you still carrying I- the mirror? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> didn't say you weren't. Yeah. I mean, you are headed towards the dorms. You could drop it off if you want to try. We don't. Have There's time. no time. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to, you can retroactively say you left it at the offices, so you're not carrying it around. Sure. That's what okay. we did. Let Oda Joy, don't let anyone touch this freaking mirror, please. Fantastic. Okay, so <laughs> you're uh, you're cautiously moving towards the dormitories, and you reach towards the entrance of it, and you can see the main living area where all the elevators meet up and conjoin. Uh, you know, rather large, of course. Mm-hmm. There's a good population of these infected people milling around and a good handful of them look over and see specifically Razzle and Yashi standing there. You know what I should have done is say I was riding on top of Wimoe because wouldn't that change my stealthiness or would it not? I, you know, too late for that. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, you know how it goes. <laughs> they all turn and they're all looking at you two. They don't seem to notice the lion or Randy is there um, someone playing piano over the corner, and then as soon as they see us, it stops? Yeah, they are, but it's not like good <laughs> piano. It's kind of like... Yeah. Um, all right, so... Uh, Can we just pull the classic like Star Wars gag where it's like Yashi and I have Mitch. We're like, oh, we're just taking Mitch down to... The detention area. Yeah. You know, we got, <laughs> come on, Mitch, you're all infected. Uh, don't worry about it, everybody. We're uh, we've got it under control. And I mean, uh, they don't even see a Mitch. Oh, uh, g- good goodbye, everybody. Just checking in on things. Looks fine in here, though. Carry on. Are they like blocking the entrance? Uh, the path that you need to go. Yeah, you notice they're not necessarily blocking it. It just looks like a bunch of these bodies milling around with no real purpose. So there is a there is a pathway. Okay, hey guys, just follow my lead. Um, so I like start calling him over. Hey, come on over here. I'm not infected at all. You could totally infect me. <laughs> oh, uh, me too. Okay, <laughs> so uh, you guys are distracting him, telling him to come your way. Are you moving in any direction? Maybe Randy and Lion should. Or uh, I was going to say, since you guys are seeing, well, this is happening, I'm just going quietly around this whole thing <laughs> yeah. just over to the entrance. Lion, follow Randy. So, <laughs> I don't know what Yash is doing, but follow Randy. <laughs> you you two, uh, Randy and the Lion, or Wima. I keep calling it Lion because of Steven yeah. Universe. Right. <laughs> yeah. Lion. It's literally what I'm picturing. Yeah, yeah, it's hard not here. to. Steven! <laughs> Steven! Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, Randy and uh, and Wima are able to uh, move right to the hallway that leads to the utility workshop. So uh, you two are trying to distract them, 
And what are you doing? Are they coming at me? Yeah, they're starting to walk towards all you. Right, I've got all those marbles that I stole oh. in the, <laughs> right. the um, tomb. So I'm right. going to toss those out and watch while they all fall. Okay, so right. you toss them out as the first wave is approaching you. Let's Cool. Wait, That's a great dice. But when you say cool, Kyle, that's confusing for us. That's a great dice, too. Sometimes. Oh, I'm also going to squeeze out my sponge with all the salt water to make them slippery, oh, nice. slippery marbles. Okay. All right. Then, so roll uh, a disadvantage now, Kyle. I already I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well have with those rolls. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it works out perfectly. Yes. And, oh. uh, yeah, you throw the marbles out there, squeeze out your... The, the gallon, I think it was a gallon of salt water. Something like that. Something I like said that. keep pour until it's empty, so yeah, I well, how much poured, you gave me. I can't remember either, but you pour out a ton of salt water and all these marbles, and yeah, they slip slide like it's a Home Alone movie, and it has that same sound that like overly done cartoons, like the original Scooby-Doo, where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like when they're slipping. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so with your little scheme, you're able to maneuver your way around the mass of uh, shambling bodies. And, um, yeah, you make it to where Randy and Lion are. Excellent. All right. All right, let's keep going. Great job, Yashi. (laughs) Thanks. Gold star. I need to go get those marbles back soon. Uh, Later, though. They're good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Someday. But go ahead and make sure you don't have them in your inventory so you don't accidentally use them You know, I never write them in anyway. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) Good for you for remembering. Uh, Okay, so, yeah, you're making it down the hallway, and you can kind of hear the shuffling of the feet behind you, but eventually that quiets down, and uh, you find yourself at the utility workshop door. And... There is a letter on the doorknob that says the letter F. That's the key. Oh. Right there. It means my foot, and I kick the door. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a strength check. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Eight. You try to kick this door in as hard as you can, and this door makes no budge whatsoever. In fact, it hurts your foot. Take a point of damage. Sure. Okay, so let's see that pamphlet. <laughs> Give me that pamphlet, Yashi. Oh, yeah, okay. Right, okay. Right. I'm remembering now what they said. So okay. as far as, like, transposing in different keys, how much of that do we know as bards? Or is this it, Kyle? This is it. So you open up that pamphlet, and it, again, explains all the information about playing in different keys. At My a very, dad's pamphlet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, your dad's pamphlet that you got out of his vest. Uh, pretty much gives you a rundown about playing songs in different keys. Fantastic. And, and then what about the folded piece of paper? Oh, do that? We, do we open that now? Too. Do you? I do. You open it up, uh, and inside are roll chord dice. Oh. <laughs> Man, I got to say, I was pretty bummed whenever we found out that school was all jacked up, because I was like, oh, maybe we'll go back to Strumlots, and Splash will teach us how to play in different keys. Well, and well, then well. Kyle just turns it right around on us. Pamphlets. For so the win. we did want to talk just real quick about different keys, and um, you know, there are twelve of them and stuff like that. So we we kind of discussed. We'll just run through real quick. But Sprayer, would you like to kick it off? Uh, sure. Sprayer, heads up education time is going to teach you everything. That's so fine. Yeah. So like Goodrich said, there are twelve of them. So you know, if I here's a C. Here's another, here's another C to, to get there. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And we're back to where we started. So all of those are uh, valid options to play in as far as a key goes. Uh, and so you ask yourself why. 
Why not just play and <laughs> yes. see like how Chaos Us has for, <laughs> for a year and a half? <laughs> I know, right? Um, and there's a, a number of different reasons, but just kind of briefly some of them. Uh, different instruments have different ranges. Like say you were playing a cello and it can only play to this C here. So if you had a piece that went lower than that C, well, that cello can't do that piece unless it's in a higher key or vice versa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Different instruments have different tones and timbres depending on the range they're played in. So maybe you want a piece to sound more mellow. So you do it in a lower key. Or you want it to be more intense and bright. So it's in a higher key. Uh, so it just really kind of depends on that. And uh, uh, like kind of the resonances of instruments too, with like open strings and whatnot. Because like in a normally tuned guitar, like it's really easy to play in like E and in A, G, D, and C, just because of all the open strings and all the chords that I'm playing are in in what's called an open position. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, for guitar players, if you're playing an A-flat, like you have to start using bar chords, and while E-flat is a nice key to play in, it's, you know, a little bit trickier on a guitar because... who use a capo. Well, I was going to say, Kyle, <laughs> fantastic reason. Go ahead and get yourself a capo. That's why guitar players use capos, because they can play in open positions, but not have to change their hand position for chords and stuff. So. It's not just for headshots. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah. Yeah, well, and kind of going off of that, yeah, those a lot of those chords that Goodrich just played either had naturals or sharps in them. So, like, guitars and other string instruments really kind of cater more towards the sharp side of things. They can do the others, of course, but it's uh -huh. just easier. Which then, on the other side, brass, with how they're, uh, with how they're tuned, they kind of prefer flats. Uh, so, again, this is just another reason why you would use some of these different yeah. keys. And then, of course, there's the voice, and so Allie can... Kind of talk right, about that. Right, yeah. So when you're singing by yourself, you know, you might have a preferred key, like I like, you know, A and B flat, because my kind of top note is around there. So it's nice to have that octave. Which, as you can tell, A and B flat are right below C. So <laughs> right, a lot right. of times we're writing songs, and it's like, if only it was <laughs> yeah. just a few steps lower. Yeah, um, but like if I'm like teaching choir, sometimes my students just like tune better in different keys. Like we might be doing a song in... F and and it's not quite working, so we bump it up to F sharp, and suddenly yeah. it all like clicks a little better. Yeah, don't really know why. It just kind of happens, and I know with woodwinds too, especially like woodwinds can kind of do whatever, just because on most woodwinds there is literally a button for every note you play. So yeah. it's kind of like some of them may be tricky to tune, but that's yeah. a whole different issue yeah. that we won't get yeah. into. Exactly. Uh, but then you might be asking yourself, okay, well, there's different keys. What does that mean, right? Um, so if we're in the key of C, which again we have been for since this show started, uh, so if I start on a C on a piano and play all the white notes up to C, probably have heard that sound before. Do re mi fa so la ti do ti la so fa mi re do. But if I moved this and I'll move it up by a fifth, so I move up five notes C D E F G one two three four five takes us to a G. If I do the same thing and play all these white notes. That note sounds a little wonky. It doesn't sound bad, but it doesn't have the same pattern. So that was an F, and so I need to make that into an F sharp. So if I play it now, and it has exactly the same sound. So if I kind of maintain that pattern, I could start on any note I want. And by using the right combination of sharps and flats, you're in that particular key. Uh, and that's going to be really beneficial to us. Um, Look up the circle of fifths. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if you want to know it <laughs> yeah. a bit more in depth, kind of adding sharps and adding flats and which key has what and why, but it really is by moving around by fifths, you either tack on more sharps or tack on more flats, whether you go in a uh, 
clockwise or counterclockwise yeah. position. And feel free to hit any of us up if you'd yeah. like to delve more into the circle yeah. of fits and on all Twitter. That, uh, any of us would be happy to talk to you guys more about that in depth. But just to kind of give a little brief overview. Yes. But uh, then you may be asking, okay, well, so you play in different keys, you can do different ranges, great. But like, is there any other kind of sonic benefit to it? And so with most modern instruments, because they can play in pretty much every key, unless you have perfect pitch, you probably won't really notice much of a difference between one key and another. Sure, it's higher and lower, but not the actual quality of how it sounds. There is some Um, science behind it. Actually, we're not going there. there. Basically, the long and short is that the physics of how sound works is not mathematically perfect. And so one key is technically mathematically the tiniest bit different from another. But that's a whole different kettle of zills and gills and such. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) Much how zills relate to gills. Yeah, C sharp relates to D flat. Um, Not quite, but anyways, keep going. So yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So again, people will say, oh, this key sounds more bright or dark or neutral. And so some of those, just to give kind of a taste, so a lot of people consider C to be kind of a neutral, just whatever kind of key, because a lot of people hear the key of C all the time. Again, if you've been listening to the show, you've been hearing it forever. Uh, And most people learn to play in the key of C. Uh, So it's just this very... Uh, And to kind of show this, we're going to use a good old twinkle, twinkle, little star to kind of show you some different keys. So here's C. I'll play it with the chords. Oh, all right. Ah, there it is. There we go. Um, Then some people will say that D is kind of a brighter sound. Like especially on guitar. Like it's a very like, oh, hello, open fields and sunshine. Yeah, so... So obviously still the same song, but now in a different key. Yeah. Um, Then some people might say that some of the flat keys are kind of more mellow, which is a little weird because flats and sharps can be kind of the same thing, but we won't get into that. And harmonic Uh, equivalents. Yeah, exactly. But that's a whole different thing. But just for the sake of it, here it is in a a, uh, flat key. So yeah. Uh, Whoa, man. (laughs) So mellow. So mellow. So so chill. Um, And then, of course, for all of you Spinal Tap fans at home, you obviously know that the key of D minor is the saddest of all keys. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah. And we won't reference that particular song here. But Um, it's generally thought of as like the sharps are like a brighter and then the flats are more of a mellow, but it's... Kind of, of, I, I don't know. Like, since none of us have perfect pitch, it's hard for us to say yes. But there's definitely people out there that are like, oh, dude, totally. A flat, man, that's that's where it's at for me. Totally mellow. E flat, I'm all over that when I'm writing all my, you know, ballads and, and chill out stuff. But then there's also, like, modulations, which is when you change keys in the middle of a song and you've heard so that. So you're going along like... Oh, boy. And so on. Uh, but we're not learning that today, but not maybe today. eventually Chaos Sauce will gain yes. that sweet, sweet scale. Maybe. But just changing keys is enough for right now. Uh, that's I, a thing for a different pamphlet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, how is this working within our game? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So Pretty much I think what we came up with uh, while we were talking about it was either Kyle will choose the key for us, which like he's today. Today. It's kind of done here, and then or we'll just roll a D12 and each face of the die will represent a different key. So yeah, yep. F today. Good as good as F today. <laughs> F today. I'm done. It so, is a little write a song rainy tomorrow. Out today. Right. Yeah. So no, we're right in the key of F today. So we'll roll the chord dice and we'll just go well, ahead and say what the uh Well, luckily the chord are. dice that we use also have numbers at the top, so we can pretty much use those to replace our Roman numerals. We don't have to rely on the text on the dice. Right. That's right. And do we want to do F major or F minor? Oh boy. F major. We don't want to throw too many flats in there. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, we're trying to say the day, I, uh, guess. I guess. I don't know. All F major. Right. All right. Oh, 
awesome. Uh, a minor. F, C, and E diminished. All right. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. It's a pretty good one. So, <laughs> Allie, drums. Right. All right. This is a B. All right. Uh, so that's a one, which wow. is oh. <laughs> reggaeton two. All right. And the kit is 92, which is... Techno 16. Oh, <laughs> sweet. This should work out well. Reggaeton techno. Cool. All right. Well, sweet. Well, F major coming up. So hope you enjoy this new key. Yep. Go write yeah. a song. Listeners, talk to you in a second. Hey, everyone. It's your dungeon maestro, Kyle, here. Just wanted to give you a thank you for tuning in and listening to our Bardic Adventures again. I want to start off by giving you some special news, mentioning that Chaos Sauce Volume 3 is coming down the pipeline, and you can expect to see that drop on our band camp April 2nd. So, again, as usual, that's a pay-what-you-want. Go download it, get it as soon as it comes out, and uh, Goodrich is working his magic over the tracks one more time and, uh, you know, putting that extra finish on it. And of course, uh, as per usual, when there's a volume three of Chaos Sauce, we also have a volume three for the OST. So that's going to be dropping two weeks after the volume three Chaos Sauce, which is going to be on April 16th. So the OST will drop for you on April 16th on our Bandcamp. And again, pay what you want. Just listen to those tunes. You can use them when you're playing your games, uh, you know, with your friends at the tabletop, or just enjoy them as a backing track to your life, whatever you're feeling. So I'm excited to get to mention our sponsor for today's episode, which comes to us from Dungeons & Randomness. Dungeons & Randomness is a D&D actual play podcast with a bit of a twist. Several groups of adventurers make their way in the world of Theria at the same time. Actions can have dire consequences, and black and white choices are rare. Some seek fame and fortune, some seek revenge, and others are just trying to live their day-to-day -day lives. It's not a campaign. It's a living, breathing world. Check out dandrpodcast.com for more info, or find Dungeons & Randomness wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, so the rest of it is just the regular biz. I got BombardedCast.com for all of your Bombarded needs. There you're going to find links to our band camp. You can find our P.O. box. Uh, you can search social media for at BombardedCast to, you know, chat at us. And if you're just posting about the show, use hashtag BardCast so we can see what's going on. So uh, that's the regular biz that I got for you. I'm going to stop rambling and we're going to go back to the show! Hey, Tabitha, we're coming! Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> nice acoustics. <laughs> All right, I got an idea. All right. Okay, you open up the, the folded note and you see the Roman numerals 1, 3, 1, <laughs> <Right>. 7, <laughs> and 5. Perfect. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? 
that's where you were supposed to stop. Uh, I gave oh. the little head nod. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Get, get into it. My, yeah. my bad. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. as you began playing the song, uh, you noticed the doorknob, the little F that's on the doorknob, kind of transformed into a small ear and listened. And uh, after you got to the end <laughs> of your song, you hear that of a lock. Yeah. And you can tell that it's open. And also, you've noticed that you've attracted some attention with your song oh, playing. Geez. As uh, as down the hallway, you can see more of these shuffling, infected students headed your direction. What do? Oh, I don't have my marbles this time. No. <laughs> uh, into the room. Let's go. Yeah. Hurry. Yep. Okay. You dive into the room. Uh, well, you have pass without close, trace. Maybe we should sneak door. into the room, right? Ooh. Sneak into the room. Sneak into the room. Sneak into the room. Sneak ourselves in there. Sneak into the room. All right. Do we need to roll that stealth check? See how stealthily you can get into the room. Ah, much better. I got a 14 plus 10. Okay. Mine's a 9. Plus 10. Plus 10. Okay, I'm sorry. So 19. Yeah, good. And uh, 13 plus 9 plus 10. Okay, cool. Yeah, you all dive into the room very stealthily, and you take a moment as you're on the inside, and you got all your ears up to the door listening, and you can hear the shuffling of these, uh, you know, infected students move past and on down the hall. Phew. And, uh, Shuffled to our sweet beat. Yeah. yeah. We got to the groove. <laughs> and uh, you turn around and notice you are in the utility workshop, and what's in there? We'll find out next time, oh, listener. What? Oh, man.